Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day of the week, seven days a week, usually only about 13, 14 minutes or so, but it keeps us in God's word, and that's important for our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives. We encourage you always to share these studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. Help somebody in your life grow in their faith, come closer to God, start focusing on their spiritual lives and getting ready for eternity. Make that commitment. Start sharing today with everybody you can. We're going to begin a new line of thought and study. I want to make a statement here. You can't do it by yourself. You need to trust in God. How many times do parents, or maybe even big brothers or sisters, a toddler comes into the family? Now, of course, he is born, newborn, and then he grows, and he's one or two years old, and some toy is given to him, or <clears throat> a puzzle maybe, or something, and, and so he's trying to work that, and he's having a hard time. He can't make things work just right, whatever it is. And so big brother, big sister, or maybe mom or dad, they try to step in and try to help the little one, you know, figure out, okay, this is where this goes. This is what this, you know, is supposed to do. You're supposed to push this button, whatever it is, you know, and trying to help him figure it out. And, but he gets upset. He gets frustrated. Oh, no, I don't want you to do that. No, no, he just, he wants to hold it himself. He wants to figure it out himself. And so whoever is trying to help him, they back off. But then after maybe another 10 minutes or so, he gets extremely frustrated because he hasn't been able to figure it out. He's been wanting to just do it himself. And so now he's bangs the toy or the puzzle or whatever, or throws it across the way and maybe even starts crying. Well, <laughs> hopefully he learned a lesson that he needed some help along the way and that somebody was willing to provide that help to show him how. Well, I want to ask you a question about your life in general, just your general perspective on how you're trying to live your life. Are you trying to make it through your life? Are you trying to do it alone? Are you trying to make it by yourself? Are you trying to do it on your own? Now, here's the basic theme of this particular study. You can't do it yourself. You must trust in God. Now, I could add another statement there. Not only must you trust in God, you need to come to the understanding that you need God to help you through your life. You can't do it alone. You can't do it by yourself. You are totally dependent upon God, even for your next breath of air, whether you realize it or not. I know a whole lot of people, they, they don't really think about it to that depth, and a whole lot of people, they don't think they really need to focus on God in their lives much. Now, you, they would not say that necessarily, most of them out loud, but the way they live their life, they just, they don't want to think about God. They, 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 to think about God and, and then their responsibility to God in the way that they live their life, that's, uh, that, that's annoying for them. I mean, it, it's, it starts to work on their conscience, and so it's inconvenient. So they just try to push God out of their mind. You know, I remember some years back, somebody was asking me the question about a particular individual, or maybe it was just a group of individuals, why don't they try God? Why don't they turn to God? 
you know, it, people who are continually making mistakes in their lives, making bad choices, and then suffering the consequences, and, and they're not walking with God, they're not being faithful to God, and so this person said, why don't they, why don't they turn to God? And I said, God is not in their head. Now, if you ask them directly, point blank, do you believe in God? Well, almost every one of them would say yes. But God's not in their head. They don't want to be thinking about God. Again, that's inconvenient because it works on their conscience. And so that's annoying. So they just don't want to think about God. Some people are so adamant about it that if somebody starts to talk to them about their, about their relationship with God, they'd shut them down quickly. Maybe even display a look of anger in a, in a, in a, a, a tone of voice that indicates you better stop this right now. Well, you need to understand Everybody needs to understand. You can't do it yourself. You need God. You must turn to God. You must trust in him if you really want to make it through life successfully. And I'm not talking about becoming wealthy. I'm not talking about becoming the CEO of your company. If you want to make it through life successfully from a spiritual perspective, and that's far more important than thinking about monetary gains and buying material things, bigger, fancier houses and faster cars and fancier clothes and all of that, all that's physical. And this world is passing away, the Apostle John says in 1 John chapter 2 and verse 17. But you need to focus on eternity, on your eternal life, your eternal existence, and you need God for that. In James chapter 4, I want us to begin our study by looking at this particular text of Scripture. We begin with verse 13, and we're going to read on, on down through the end of the chapter. So here James writes, Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to him who knows to do good or knows what is right to do, but does not do it, to him it is sin. Now, you talk about a lesson in life that is just working from a position of logic, of analytical reasoning, of realistic understanding, that is an incredible lesson for life. James, he, ta- he, he, he addresses people who they make these plans in their lives and probably you and I both have done that without really stopping and thinking, um, I need God. You know, I, I need to know, is this his will? I, I need to know he's there with me. I need to pray to him, give, ask for his wisdom, his guidance. But we make these plans. And, and again, a whole lot of people, they don't want to think about God in their lives at all, basically. And so they, they never even, the, the idea of 
turning to God in prayer and saying, God, is is this your will? Please give me your wisdom, your guidance. I want to do the right thing here. Not even in their head. Okay, so we make these plans as though we are in total control. So what is, what is the, the, the focus of this particular fella? He says, uh, today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city. We will spend a year there. We will buy and sell. We'll make a profit. Look at all the points of planning that this individual just assumes he's going to be able to bring forth today or tomorrow. How many of us have gotten phone calls about someone we knew, maybe even a loved one, maybe even a family member, maybe a parent or a brother or a sister or an aunt or an uncle or a grandparent and said, so-and-so died last night. Well, now, do you think they went to bed or do you think they began that day, yesterday, planning on dying? that night? Of course not. Probably most people for whom we receive those kinds of reports, they had no inclination that they might die that night, but they did. And so they did not have tomorrow. But how many times does somebody begin a day, but they don't make it through the day? Because somewhere along the line during that day, something happens they're in a car accident, they trip and fall, they have a heart attack, they have a stroke, and they die. They don't even make it through the day. But see, we make these plans as though we are in control of how long we're going to live, as though we are in control as to whether there will be a full day today in our life, or even if there will be a tomorrow, or if we will still be around pursuing and processing our plans throughout the year or next year or for the next five years. Now, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that there's something wrong with making plans. What I'm trying to get at is what James is trying to come for, uh, bring forth here, this lesson for life. He says, look, you don't know if there will be a tomorrow. You don't know if you will have the, the, the full day ahead of you. But you make these plans as though you're in total control and as though you know that everything's going to continue on through today and tomorrow and so on. And so not only the time factor, but he says today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city. And so you think you're going to be able to get there. Most of the time we can. We're going to take a trip. We're going to make it. But things happen along the way sometimes, don't they? And we never get there. But then not only that, he says, we're going to spend there, or you're, you say you're going to spend a year there. So you've not only got today and tomorrow processed in your head that you're in control, you're going to be able to have today and tomorrow, but you're thinking about a whole year ahead. And you're thinking about it on your own. You're just assuming, you're planning. You've got that time ahead of you to do whatever it is that you're planning to do. And so they're they're going to go to such and such a city. They're going to go today or tomorrow. You're going to spend a year there and you're going to buy and sell and make a profit. And so this business venture that you're entering into, you assume it's all going to work out because of what? Your 
ability, your power. You're going to do it on your own. You're going to make it by yourself. You're, you've always got these plans. They're in your head, and that's it. And so everything's going to be successful. Go ask a banker sometime. How many businesses last even the first year once they get started? But then project just a little bit beyond that and ask them how many last three years or five years before they go under. You see, we, 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 get, we make these plans. But again, how many people, they don't make it through the day. They don't make it through next day. I remember when I was just a young kid, probably about 10 years old or so, 10 or 12 maybe, maybe 12. And I, would, I, I had done some painting on a fellow's garage. It wasn't very long after I had finished that job till I got the word, he and his wife, they were driving in a car someplace, had a car accident, both were killed. Now these were relatively young folks. You see, you can't do it yourself, not by yourself, not on your own. You need God. We'll get deeper into this next time. Let's pray. Father, help us to recognize our need for you and our need to pray to you and ask for your guidance, your blessings, your wisdom in making our plans, but, only, but also rather to live each day successfully. Please help us, Father. Please forgive us of our sins, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.